It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't turn on the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Players, pimps, crypto, crypto punks, people with laser eyes in your profile pick, fantasy football DJs, and Twitter addicts. Welcome to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. That is Scott Stack Simpson, and I am Mike Cash Collins, and we are the Fantasy Millionaires. How you living tonight, Stack's daddy? You know, I'm I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. It was a Monday, which means my kids were gone all day, so I just fancy footballed it, hauled it. I'm going to shot call it now. I'm going to say this. You protect your neck out there in the fantasy community. You protect your neck, and you protect your own. So tonight's episode, we're going to get into how do you protect your neck uh, what are some ways you can kind of avoid the the Twitter trolls that are, are roaming the streets? So the Twitter streets can be mean. They can be like any other street. So uh, thankfully, you have some protectors out there, some anti-Twitter bullies that are on your side that uh, like to step up and uh, end situations if you need to. Uh, a bunch of great folks out there. We'll highlight a few of them tonight. We're going to get into the crypto scene. Like you said, NBA Top Shot today dropped a pack for $1,000. They sold about 3,000 of them. I mean, these are just, these are going to be crushing in value. I mean, long-term, there's going to be thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, Yeah, protect your neck, protect your fantasy fam. I love that. My man, Jay, he knows he's thick as thieves, man. He's part of the crew. You don't talk about people behind their backs in, in, in this industry. We're just going to put it that way. But the uh, the NFT game is hot. I didn't get the pack, Mike. I was 43rd, 4,000th, you know, 4,000, uh, 45,000 away from it. I didn't get it. But everybody who got in line did get a kind of like little $10 pack, you know. So I'm going to do a little reveal. I got three cards coming uh, on my NBA Top Shot. Hopefully get something fun. That'll be at the end of the episode for all of you DJs who are into that. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. We, we have a bunch to talk about besides the Twitter trolls. We're going to talk Brady and Manning back at it again. Uh, they're, they're never, they're never done competing those guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Um, man, pour some out for DMX too. Oh, yeah. DMX as well. Gotta pour, yeah. RIP rest in peace to the homie yeah. dude. Um, man, what a, what a light news. I, you know, personally me, I, when somebody becomes a vegetable, I'm, I'm pro let's, let's not let them just stay a vegetable. Right. But no suffering. So, yeah, I mean, once his, once his brain is dead, it's, I'm, I'm glad he didn't have to live like that for like 60 years, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's man. Sad. It's a sad story. It, it really is. From start yeah. to finish. I mean, if you look at the whole story, there's really amazing, uh, like diamond in the rough stuff that comes out of it, but there's a lot of sadness involved throughout it. Uh, and we'll take a look at, at some of that tonight, you know, for uh, sure. We'll he, jump in. Um, he had a freaking rough life. Yes, he uh, did. I, I did not know his whole backstory. I mean, to be honest with you, for me, DMX kind of got hot when I was 
not really as into rap as lots of times in my life. So it was like 98, you know, um, his first album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot came out. Uh, and, and I like, you know, I, you, you had, you had to get to know that dude because he was, you, you know, ubiquitous on the rap scene from 98 until like 2004 or so. Um, right. But I didn't know a lot of his story. I mean, that guy definitely had a rough life. My wife sent me some stuff, dude, his, he freaking, got left at a children's home by his mom at like five, you know, yeah. and just had yeah. to like fend for himself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, he hated her. He hated her. Um, he tried to burn that school down. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. And then one of the co-conspirators uh, with him, they almost they, the, the murdered, tried to murder each other. I mean, these were, these were teenagers, young, young children living. I mean, just crazy lives. Maybe I don't know how old he was when that happened. Was he 10, 12? I mean, uh, I know he didn't start using. I read another sad story about how he uh, started using crack. It, he was fourteen, and mm -hmm. some old head passed him a blunt that had crack in it, and that's how his substance abuse started. Because he said he had never done anything up until that point. Never smoked a cigarette. You know, I was worse at at thirteen than DMX. You know well, what I mean? Like, well, he lived on the street, and his friends were stray dogs. I mean, like. That just broke my heart when I read that. That that man has been through the ringer, you know. And right. um, you know, from from there, it didn't get much better. He was diagnosed bipolar, but then never given any treatment or support or help to to you know be able to be cared for in any type of community. If anything, he was living on the street. All of community had rejected him, and so then he went and kind of went at community to survive and started robbing people. Uh, every day he said he would rob somebody for breakfast, lunch, and then later at night he'd rob three robberies a day for years before he turned to carjacking. So, I mean, this guy, uh, that's he was fending for himself, I and mean, that's what you see. You see a, a person at their, their 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 wits' end, they have no ability to provide for themselves. So, they, they right. that's what you do when you it's a, it's a condition thing, it's not a, a moral thing or an evil thing. When you can't eat, you live on the street and you're 13 or 15, or you, 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 um, you, you rob people. Uh, to live. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I mean, that's not great, but uh, he survived. And uh, after that, he started carjacking people. Uh, and then he, then he went to prison. You know, is that what he went to prison for? Yeah. Carjacking. Yeah, carjacking. Um, well, well, he went to prison later for carjacking. This is a crazy story. Uh, I actually, I, I found it. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to see if I can pull it up in just a minute or so. Um, the carjacking stuff was wild. Um, you know, just from, he, he pretended to be do you know this story? He pretended to be an FBI agent. He had he had in his car. Um, I might be able to show the video later. He had in his car. It was like a black Escalade, police siren, lights, and so he would when he would drive around. He didn't want to deal with somebody. He would turn on the police sirens and he would like pull people over and they get out of the way and he'd drive by like he was the FBI or whatever. And so what happened when he got arrested? He was at the airport and this guy was going all slow and like Toyota Tracel in front of him. And so he like pulled them over and, or like, you know, put the lights on and the guy like wouldn't do it. Wouldn't stop. Just kept driving, ignored him. So he said, man, I got upset. I started getting angry. You know, so I like pulled, he pulled and blocked him. And then he got out and he like, he's like, give me your license. <laughs> like he, he pretended he was the police, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and then they came, tried to arrest him. So, and he said, and they asked him in the interview, like, why? He said, man, it's pride. You know what I mean? You, 
you're trying to get somewhere, someone's blocking your way. You're just like, I'm going to use my power to, you know, punk this guy. Uh, mm. It's pretty raw and real to share that. So I, I respect that. But yeah, what a tragic end to somebody who uh, definitely gave a lot after coming from that life to, to, to share and to, you know, like you said, uh, the darkness that he carried in his first album. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, he was uh, uh, definitely tight MC. Uh, um, for me, uh, a lot of his lesser known stuff was the stuff that I got into. And he, um, I, one of my favorite clips ever that started getting passed around after he, you know, he passed was, um, there's this, this was, um, I forget the name of the, the tape. This was like, uh, a Rockefeller, uh, like some video they did of like a summer jam tour and DMX was on it. Uh, Jay-Z was on it. Um, you know, it was like the ultimate tour. And, uh, this was, you know, they were just following him around with cameras. So there's this one part, uh, that, you know, has them like backstage just freestyling and DMX is just, uh, just so tight. You know, first you get to hear Jay-Z go, you know, and Jay-Z's Jay-Z, you know, just doing his thing, just smooth, cool, whatever. And, uh, and then DMX comes on and, and, and just rips it. And you're just like, man, those dudes, man, like they are so talented, just amazing, you know, just freestyling, you know. He, he was rapping when he was uh, before he went to jail. He was rapping. A, a local rapper, an older rapper, took interest in him when he was younger because he could flow and uh, kind of befriended him and gave him a little, you know, intro into the biz when he was first, you know, starting out as just a, a young teenager. So that to me is just a redemption story. Uh, and it's a cautionary tale at the end, too, man. Um, I know people have their demons and they have to. Uh, fight them themselves and no one can fight anybody else's fight for them and and um, rest in peace brother um but you know um i think it was fentanyl that got him too ultimately not not the answer in the long term for the treatment of our problems you know i think i think fentanyl got him that i mean it's just claimed so many lives they don't know like there i don't there's no official word on what the autopsy is but the you know the rumor is he was he snorted a powdery substance you know and then he had a heart attack you can't be saying that oh man that's terrible fentanyl dude is just you touch it you touch it you get like your skin the, the police when they have to go for a fentanyl search they have to to like put a suit on like gloves and like a hazmat thing because you can absorb it and aspirate it and get it in your body. And so it's, dude. I heard like the most horrible story and there's so many of them that are just like this, you know, like, yeah, like cops dying from touching it. Uh, one, one of the ones I heard was a grandma. I think it was a grandma found her grandson, you know, dead in the bathroom. And she like touched, like there was still some of it on it. Some of them, the stuff on it so she touched it and then she died oh my gosh let's yeah. take a dark turn all right let's pivot let's pivot <laughs> on that on that dark turn. Dmx, we respect you we got love for you and, and and your in your story man i think there's a lot we can learn from you um this is another thing we want to talk about i mentioned earlier uh and th- there are um i think a couple different ways for people to go at twitter 
and, and so what we want to talk about right now, I think something that's important for me, especially in this fantasy football space for us, uh, whether it's Clubhouse or Twitter, we're going to kind of debate back and forth and kind of like what we like about uh, Clubhouse, what we like about Twitter and kind of what you can do with both. Um, the, the, the issue of authenticity and uh, hiding behind accounts and burner accounts and uh, people misrepresenting themselves online. Uh, and we've noticed it as a community being a problem, particularly uh, you know, recently when, when some of my friends, uh, uh, Troy and Laquan, two people who I love who are on Twitter every day doing the, doing the Lord's work for everybody. I mean, Troy uh, has been working out, getting just everybody on Twitter in better shape. He looks great. You know, he used to be bigger and fatter than I was. Like, remember, I, I was 330 pounds. I think he was even bigger. Like, this dude is an inspiration. Uh, that people coming at him, people hating on him and Laquan, people making stuff up, just being inappropriate. And so, we, you know, we, we as a community, um, th there's some guidelines, I think, that, that you know, are, are kind of being established that, that are good, that are there to help people, that are there to um, help people to understand that you don't come at people in this community and it's not acceptable to do that. And uh, so uh, one thing that I wanted to share was something that Steffi Smalls, a friend of the show and a friend of myself, I have a show coming up with her and Matt McCoy on draft night. And the second night of draft night, we've got everybody from Peter Howard, uh, you know, Marcus G is there. We've got uh, Lindsay. Okay. We've got a bunch of people coming on. It's going to be a fire show. I cannot wait for that. You check us out. We'll be tweeting stuff up about that for sure. Uh, let me just screen share a little bit about what my friend uh, Steffi said though, because you know, I think her perspective is just a smart and, uh, you know, I do go Twitter, Twitter dark. So, you know, that's how I roll. Uh, she said, decided I'm no longer engaging in back and forth with anyone without their own face as their avi because arguing with a fictional character makes me a fool. And so well, well, rule rule out. Yeah. No arguing with uh, the Ralph Macho then. <laughs> well, I know you're out. You're out. But, but here's, here's the sentiment behind that. And what I like about the sentiment behind that is that you're not going to be um, it's not okay to hide behind uh, your avatar and, and have no real relationship in the community and to attack people in the community and to not represent yourself authentically in the community. And I think that not everybody has to do what Steffi does or what I do and, and bear, you know, different experiences that we share, but people cannot be frauds and they cannot be fakes. And so, you know, uh, uh, one of these said people uh, came out, like I said, came at Troy, came at Laquan. Uh, and and they came, uh, you know, at me. They came at me, and and I didn't appreciate that. And so, you know, I, I decided that that I was going to say something because I don't like when people who are bullies or who are being inappropriate front that they're not. And the and and my friends didn't like it. And so I just got you know Scott a little bit upset. And so you know I reached out to this person and you know just shared a little message with them. And I'm I'm going to share that. If my computer will work, I think it'll work. I was trying to cooperate with me earlier. Maybe it's it doesn't like me now, but getting uh, all the Twitter dirt tonight. It, it's, just, it's it's a little dirty, you know. Twitter is dirty. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, there there's some dirt that you get, you know. Stephanie Smalls can't argue with the Ralph Macho. I I just love it when people think Ralph Macho is following them, and then they find out it's just no, it's me. It's just you. I know. It's such a disappointment. It's Scott Simpson's fantasy partner. I know. They people people have DM me and then they're bitter, you know. So um but it's okay. I like, oh man. Yeah, I son of a karate kid was following me. Yeah. So he, here's a such person who uh their account came out and copied another account 
that had come out previously and said, I'm a brand new to the industry writer. I just got done uh, writing schools and she like misspelled things. We are putting you on blast. It was not football guys. It was not good. It was not good. So I reached out. I said, you mean after she was talking about bullies and stuff, I said, uh, I mean, you show up a few months ago, follow a thousand people in the industry and you think that you're one of us. Now you're leading the charge to expose bullies. Like what is, what is going on here? And then she decided to say that I'm a bully. And that I need to be exposed after this person is being inauthentic, spreading lies about my friends, blocking and stalking people, uh, spreading disharmony and hatred in a world that we're trying to build that is positive and encouraging. And that is a place where people can love each other and express themselves and and grow. And you know, the two people that were attacked before me are just two of the best people ever, like literally just building and showing people how to, to be in this community. So, you know, I had to do this. Here's the cool part. I didn't realize this because I, I blocked her after this. I, I don't care. That was her last tweet was when she attacked me. So she, she hasn't tweeted since then. So, hey, is she gone? I don't know. Here's what I want you to say. Don't ever come back. Right. We know that you're fraud. We all did. We all called you out. We all talk about you. We know you're not real. And is she a real like she's, I mean, she's a real person? Yeah, but it's a burner account from either somebody in the industry or uh, from somebody who's bitter about people in the industry. I don't understand why she went after the two people she did. I don't know if it was racially motivated because both of those are men of color. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a she. I it's probably a he. I don't think it's a she. It's acting like a he. I'm reading it. It 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 it, it was more aggressive. Uh, not that all women and men can't be aggressive, but this this had the trappings of of a of a bitter person. And I don't understand why they're, that now they're being bullied. They're not a they're not a real person. So you know what? I, I don't know who they are, but they need to get help. And don't and we don't want them to do that kind of stuff in the community. It's tearing everybody down. So please step off, step away. W it's not going to happen anymore. And it's not just me. You know, I just I just lack the self control to say something to not say something that day because I was tired of my friends being treated badly. Uh, but there's other people out there who jumped in there too who do not appreciate it. So be nice, like Jeff said. You know, you're you're trying to support a community and build with people, not attack people. You, you're you're not uh, you're not being bullied. So that's that's the end of that debate right there. Well, we put we put fantasy goddess on blast. I I did see the the drama that was yeah. unfolding on the Twitter machine, and I do wonder if that is who she is that's her profile pic that's the weird thing about twitter is yeah like if you don't if you can't see somebody like ralph ralph macho like you you, you think it's ralph macho following you like, there's a, i mean it's it's a weird it's not odd. As as facebook so you don't the, the, the element of personal can be gone if you don't right the person if the person doesn't put themselves out there you can you right it's void of that you know yeah and we've been talking about Clubhouse every week. Uh, there's things we're going to talk about every week. Clubhouse is one of them. NFTs, probably Deshaun Watson, because every single day things are happening with Deshaun Watson. Um, but, you know, the, Clubhouse is a little bit different. And, and the authenticity that, that is embedded in there is one of the fundamental drivers of it. And one of the things that you personally have expressed to me uh, that you love about it. So, you know, we're not trying to sell it to anybody and make any money. We're not getting paid for anything, but we just see the value embedded in it. And I, I'd love to have you unpack a little bit of that. Well, I mean, to me, it's just the future of the Internet. It, I mean, you see so much of what is going on in the internet that's bad i think is just the the way the medium is functioning in all the um social media platforms bc clubhouse because 
nobody acts the way they act in real life like they do on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. People don't people don't interact in real life like that. It's just not There's the way barriers. people are. There's barriers. Yeah, right. You you can I mean you can you can hear tone of voice, you can read facial expression and the the only time you see people acting like maniacs in in modern society is when they're in their cars. <laughs> or or if they're in my neighborhood after they got out of their car and then I ask them nicely to slow down. people uh, people when people go in their cars it's like they're yeah. getting into twitter like that's <laughs> that's, that's like right there tweet that out that's a hot that's a hot take i love that well it's true people oh, just it, that's the only time you see people get nutty and you know i don't know even I, i'm too old for tiktok i've 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 already accepted i'm not going to be yeah, a tiktoker uh -huh. you know I don't need I don't need I don't need one more of of these things that I I hear it's cool. I do hear there's there's cool stuff about it, but I've gone uh, back for the clubhouse is the evolution. Yeah. Because now you're actually like my handle on there is Mike Collins at the Ralph Macho just because it's connected to my Twitter. So you want to see what I look like, there you go. You go on Clubhouse, you can I actually have my real picture because it's I, and that's the thing on Clubhouse is that when people are not showing who they are, they, they don't get opportunity to go up on stage. People are are uh, just very wary. They're hesitant of, 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 of trolling. You know, yeah. it's just it's like a new environment where there's I've seen trolls, but it's harder to troll when there's just all these different controls that somebody up on stage. I mean, it, to me, it, it you just you just don't see it's just it's like the next thing that's gonna make it so people it's just less trolly, less arguey, um, and people are actually much more collaborative. Yes. So yes, the, I mean the fantasy millionaires are are part of that scene, and 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 we have a we have a club, and and we have hosted a few rooms, and we're trying to get into. The habit of of hosting rooms um at least once a week i don't know we 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 were talking about setting something up for this week but um i don't know we'll have to figure out i don't know when what what time it's going to be but we're going to start trying to host a room once a week in there and and we'll talk you know fantasy football and whatever else um but it is it is a cool medium i think the thing that will i will make it so that it's the next big thing is that there's just so much good energy mm -hmm. when you get into a room you know it's just there's none of that you know aggressive you know posturing yeah culture right. war like people are actually just listening to each yeah. other well, you know i i think that there is genuine intentionality in these rooms to build community speaking of of uh you know certain rooms that have done that you know you've been in in great rooms you've met someone named Duran who has just you know built a community of people in in, Stock in market academy yeah yeah it's awesome. it's a real special place and i know that in the fantasy football realm you know john luke has built a great little place for people you know laquan is in there uh they got nick or colano in there there's sal veteran there's a bunch of people in there uh you know uh, kyle yates has been in there um, there's just been so many people. I got to talk to Matthew Barry. I got to talk to Matthew Barry in one of these rooms. I got to talk to Scott Fish. 
uh, it's a remarkable experience to be able to communicate with people that you respect and that you're able to do it in that context where there's no heckling. There's just, you know, I'm honored. That's why I think Twitter is in trouble. I, I think Twitter is in trouble. Like, I mean, it's not in trouble. Twitter is always going to be around. Essentially, like, I think what you're saying is there's a niche for Clubhouse to take away from Twitter where it's lacking. And, and, and I, I, I just think I just think it's it's going to become sort of an antiquated medium as as yeah. we move into the future. Yeah, I really honestly believe that because that's what makes Twitter so cool. I, whenever I try and explain it to people, I'm like, well, it's like Twitter in this way that you get to interact with people that you would have no business being able to interact with, you know, and that, I mean, yeah. that's the whole cool thing about the internet, but that's specifically what makes Twitter so cool. You know, it, it you could, you could have got DMX to tweet back at you or something like that on there. And then you're like, Oh man, I just was like, yeah, DMX yeah. hearted something I said, you know, yeah. whereas on clubhouse, you can actually, talk with matthew barry you, you get to right. you can have a conversation and, and and get up and and get his thoughts you know yes. yeah yeah so yeah i mean it it really is a i think to me what i think is going to happen is clubhouse is the next iteration and then you know maybe it's roblox or pretty soon we'll all just be doing what we're doing on this podcast right now between me and you except we'll be in a room where we see some you know digital version of ourselves that will actually be able to like sense your facial reactions and you'll 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 be you know 3d in a room with other people when i you know who knows when that's going to come but i, I mean think I, i'd be 3d in a room with you you know what i mean I'd yeah be like yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd do that right now. That'd be, cool. yeah. be so awesome, man. Yeah, you know? with that, get, get Bo up in there too. Bo could 3D with us as well. But Bo might have to be in 4D. That guy's so strong to quite strong. Uh, you know, speaking of that, I gotta tell you, you guys should go over to Viridian Global and buy yourself uh, some hot box gear, man. This gear is fire. I brought Mike his hat, he's got that as well. Go over there, that's uh, supporting my man Will. And then also my man Bo McBig Time. Those are my guys. Get some get some hotboxbatch.com too. He's got taco season. He's got the dry rub. It's a spice shack. It's just delicious. Uh, so go over and check that out. We're gonna roll to commercial. Uh, we're gonna come back in three minutes. We're gonna do something special. Three minutes, not five. Uh, so come back, stick around. Uh, this this episode, by the way, is dedicated uh, to you know the the, the magician. The, the magical mind free Chris Angel himself, brother. Shout out this this episode's for you, brother. Uh, and uh, with that, we will see you guys in about. If I can actually operate my computer, yeah, I can. I love it. We'll see you guys in about three minutes. Peace. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Now back to the fantasy millionaires. Word back to the fantasy millionaires. Thank you for sticking with us. We're we're dipping into the the sports section of our content now. We always like to talk a little something in the beginning, uh, since we're not in the heat and the throes of, of too much passionate sports season going on right now. We got the draft coming up, but we'll talk a little bit about that in the next coming weeks. But we like to talk about kind of what's going on in the the world of fantasy, and right now. Deshaun Watson is dropping like a stone in fantasy football. Deshaun Watson part three. Yeah, this dude is just, uh, he he is off the rails right now. You, you can get him for like a, a Carson Wentz and a ham sandwich. You know, it's it's not pretty 
uh, right now with our, our guy, Deshaun. There's been some developments in the case. I don't know if you've been paying attention. I dipped my toe in today. Uh, there's one thing that I wanted to, to share uh, because I, I thought it, it mer- merited you know, being said, and I'm not going to say it. I'm going to have my friend Rusty Harden say it himself. Uh, is that okay with you, Mike, if I throw Go this? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, let's hear Let's hear, let's hear from, from his lawyer. lawyer. Let's hear from his lawyer. And I thought this all along. We speculated about this, but this is one thing he said. Deeply, deeply do not believe this guy ever did anything non-consensual with any woman during any of this. He didn't coerce him. We don't believe he used his position. We don't usually believe he intimidated him. We simply do not. There Were there sometimes consensual encounters? Yes. And... Will that come out in, a, in any kind of litigation or trial? Of course it will. And that's where it should come out. So, I mean, you, you heard it there. Uh, what we were speculating about kind of previously before, that there was completely uh, evidence exonerating one or condemning the other. But this is a real nebulous here when, when physical contacts are happening afterwards that are do involve consensual acts or non-consensual acts. Um, and, and that is somewhere where only two people are there. So, um, yeah, that was an interesting uh, revelation that came from from his lawyer that we kind of all had speculated about. But uh, that, that, what do you think about that? So, so uh, again, I knew that this story was going to be something that was just must-see TV. It's just completely odd. The the just the allegations themselves are unique. I, I've just never heard of a story like this before uh, where there's a guy who goes to massage therapists and gets his penis involved with pushing his hands, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I there's so many and stuff. Yeah. It's just uh, He's uh, more passes with masseuses than he is on the field, man. He's, his, his reception rate is pretty high. Deshaun Watson was trying to do something completely historic, and now, now I, I'm just continuing to learn new things about weird massage scenarios. Like it's just, it's well, very odd. It's very that, odd. The whole thing. I, yeah. I, 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 here, here's the thing. I, for me, I've tried to continue to uh, buy into the idea that just because there's allegations, I try and not be swayed by them. I have been swayed by them. There's just so much information that's coming negative. Yeah. Um, and, and now his lawyer is doing different things to fight back. So, you know, we, we discussed that we were going to talk about this on the show tonight. And I, I, I just was kind of really getting to a place where in my mind, I'm buying into the fact that this dude's creep. Uh, and then as I'm starting to do more research, I'm like, I, I'm just not, I don't know. Like it just, like you said, it's a very weird situation where you're in a room with, so here's, here's a headline, right. To illustrate where I'm going with this. This is from total pro sports. Uh, Deshaun Watson supporter mentions his multiple erections during sec- during sessions. Uh, another says it's not unusual to brush up against penises. So, like, okay. Okay. 
Well, I'll, I'll, I've so, never, I've never brushed up against any penises, so I've, exactly, I've never, I've never exactly. Been that's that's so exactly my point. Is that we, we don't know, we don't know about. We don't. We it's don't not the game we play. We're not. We're, we don't play that game. No, no, no. We don't go in and play a game where played that game. Yeah, we're 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 you know working on an NFL's players' lower abs, growing uh, the inner thighs, their glutes. Right. We don't. Right. We don't do that, but it is very common. So this was this was one of the people because you heard that he had eighteen supporters come out right, mm-hmm. right. And, and say he's never done anything like that, and he bumped he bumped me with his penis. That is very common. Yeah, maybe he has uh, a big, maybe he has a big penis. I mean, like I, maybe that's indicative of. I don't. Look, this is this is what one of the chicks my size, who. But, this is what one of the, this is Danny Craig, right? She she said, by no means am I saying that these women shouldn't be able to tell their stories because they should. These women deserve to be heard, and people like me should probably tell their truth as well for some sort of balance and let the court of law decide what happened. But I agree. She said, I've brushed several penises and testicles. It's not a big deal. You just move the body part out of the way. And you keep, keep going. working. Yeah. You, you know what? I mean, I've I've been surgerized a few times where I've been out and under, and I don't know what happened. I'm sure they had to move my junk around and stuff. And like if it's part of you caring for my body, I'm not under the impression. Now, here's the hard part about the masseuse industry is that we all know that there are situations where, like Robert Kraft is going to, where not only are there people who are, are doing illicit things, but there's there's slavery involved. There's, there's a lot of right. things that we don't know. Now, one thing that Harden said that I do think is, is tangible for this is that the massage parlor shut down with COVID, so he went rogue on the internet. He went on the, on the Instagrams to go do this, and that's kind of why it all started popping up. Maybe he had some go-to spots where people were okay with, you know, moving his junk around and not really caring and just getting in there doing their thing and then bumps the junk and who cares? And then you keep moving and then, you know, and, and, and it wasn't a deal. I don't know. I'm not sure what he was doing before, but I mean, he was saying he's got to get two or three of these a week because he's an NFL quarterback. It's a necessary thing. And he didn't, he didn't hire a Svans and Franz to, you know, live in his house and massage him every day, you know? So that's what he did. He went to lots of different places. So yeah, man, it's a real tangled web, man. And there's 22 women, 12 of them now, a judge has ruled that 12 of them, uh, they have to publicly identify themselves. So there is back and forth in this case where there is tit for tat going. And, um, you know, ultimately, I, I think it would be best for Deshaun Watson if he settled. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, settle, bro. That's my thought, just because it doesn't it doesn't look it, good it really right now at all. I'm I'm just disparaged. So the the meter keeps moving as more and more stuff comes out as I'm trying to make up my mind if uh is you know is Deshaun Watson, you know, a, a just a, a complete horrible sexual creep or is uh is this all just defamation and honestly i'm starting to think that there is some sort of third version where it's like uh in situations like this it's so take uh the 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 first person who filed the lawsuit and Mm -hmm. she's the one who's come out publicly and she had a press conference where she cried and she told what happened to her what this masseuse is saying that worked on deshaun watson is that 
she might never have had that happen to her before. So she mm, might. That might have been her first penile. So like no. she could, it, 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 there, there could be a realm. And, and that's the part where I just think, again, if there's this third version, this could be really interesting. Like, is this, is this some, is this illegal when you're involved in a situation where you've you've contracted the services of a professional masseuse that is high level i mean these are mm -hmm. that's what's i mean that's the more i'm starting to understand it it's not like he's going to the same massage parlors bob craft's going to like these are pros and so that's why some of these people may have been completely turned off and 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 frightened but they also might be pros uh, that have never worked with NFL players. And maybe Deshaun Watson's MO is exactly what is being put out. He goes to places, he brings his own towel, and uh, he, he directs them down yeah. where his groin area is. And it, yeah. and, and, it, and, it, and, and, and he has a boner. And it, and it's not like he's trying to have sex with this person. Like but that's that's a third it, option. Sometimes it does lead to that, though, because sure. But I mean, I think that's where it's a real hard situation to be the arbiter of each and every single case. Um, right. And this, and I I wouldn't be able to get in there. And I'm glad I don't have to do this. Um, I think it'd be better if he got in the room with people and got mediated and and. Uh, you know, financially settled and then moved on and apologized. Well, it, it's just, to me, it's just, it's like, um, it's like a very weird part of the law. I, I think there's just been one allegation that he actually, you know, forced someone into a sexual act. Okay. Right. Every guy. other allegation is really just this, where he is getting his, you know just the tip he's hitting them with just a tip like that's that's in a right. few of these stories the repertoire yeah right yeah. And, the, and and that yeah like he's he's aroused like right right yeah, yeah. so yeah. i mean that's the doctor before i mean who's not around yeah that's what that's the part that's just like i was thinking about this and i was like is what if you what if you got a what if you got a boner while like your doctor was looking at you? Well, I mean, blood flows sometimes, man. People that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not afraid. Yeah, but like, are you now a sexual predator if like so like you have yeah. a doctor looking at your wiener and then you just like he's immediately you know, what's is, that? Is he one? You know, he's looking at it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? I mean, I think it's a it's a good place to leave it in the we don't know. And we'll, we'll touch in with Deshaun, probably not next week, but we'll see how this saga unfolds when there's a Yeah, we'll try not to make deal. this the Deshaun Watson show, but No, like, we don't want it to be. What can you do? Right. It's very interesting. Carson Wentz in a ham sandwich. Maybe Devin Funches is available. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know. But I got uh, an Alex Smith offer for Deshaun. Oh Watson. man, that's just some Peace. trash right there. That's yeah. terrible. Piece to that. Yeah. Well, one thing we wanted to talk about that we always do love is NFTs, and that was something we had teased earlier. Uh, we we talked a little Brady Manning. These are the two of the greatest quarterbacks ever who are competing 
on and off the field. They're competing off the field now. They're both launching uh, their own NFT experience. Uh, Tom Brady is launching something called Autograph. It's an online platform. It's going to sell non-fungible tokens of athletes and celebrities. Uh, what, what do you think about the uh, the Manning brothers and uh, Tom Brady jumping into this NFT craze? I think it's hilarious that Peyton and Eli are trying to fight it out with Tom Brady again. Here we go. And right. jumping I, in. I, they always lose. So right. they're gonna I mean, lose. it's like they're, you know, I, I, you know, God bless them all. You know what I mean? We'll see what, how this whole thing goes down. So with the Tom Brady one autograph, is it, you get that's that's the thing it's like an autograph it's like they'll do like a card with a special autograph is that the the hook that's that's the point of all of this it's like you get a digital autograph i don't know i'm just signing yeah. up for it i'm, <laughs> I'm signing the fancy millionaires up for it uh I mean, am i writing in our, our address the right way do we have a the in front of it or is it just fantasy millionaires are you putting us in there okay yeah, yeah no we're the we're the, we're fantasy, the, millionaires. the yeah. fantasy millionaires not just fantasy millionaires it. we're the fantasy we're millionaires. The, the fantasy millionaires yeah. at gmail.com let's sign up for tom brady's experience you are signed up we'll reach out soon and then i love it yeah all right tom brady we we are uh, jumping in, and we're going to see what Tom Brady's NFT situation is like. Maybe we can buy like a, a 60th of something or like a fifth of a crypto punk like Pete Overzet did. Um, by the way, uh, I love Pete Overzet. He, he's an NFT leader in this space, and uh, you know I'm, I'm rocking his gear. I want to let a little shout out there. Club Top Shot, his, his show. Jack Settleman, Mike, there's a bunch of great dudes on that show. He's on that show. Uh, his man's coins. He minted, minted 200 NFT man's coins and uh, number 69 needed to get to a reserve price or he was going to destroy it. I don't know what happened because I didn't check it out yet uh, because I'm doing my show. I can't wait to see what happened. I hope that 69 got bought. I think what the reserve price was going to be 69, uh, you know, hundred dollars. Uh, so that ETH needed to get into a, an e-wallet there. Um, uh, the, the Manning brothers are raising their theirs for charity. I think there's a little bit of a difference too. Okay. Like, they're not going to compete com for a long time, but they're, they're offering, you know, just a little bit different experience. They're raising money for, for some charities, which is great. I love that. Um, but it looks like Tom Brady is here to like, you know, legitimize his legacy crypto for his kids uh, for the rest of his days. And so uh, if Tom Brady's starting something, I want to, I want in the beta of that. So that was a surprise for you. I definitely was going to sign us up for this so that, you know, we, we can be in the fold too. Cause I, I want to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, FYI, Coinbase is doing their IPO for for all the uh, the the day traders out there. They're dropping on Wednesday, so you can actually buy the stock. They're gonna they're gonna do an initial public offering. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like three hundred fifty dollars a share, though. It's crazy. I'm not. I'm not getting in. Uh, that's but, yeah. It's that's like an insane. That's ridiculous. I'm not valuation. No thank Yeah, you. all this stuff's insane. It's it just a, it's a big, huge, insane bubble, and I want I want a little slice of it. Well, we're gonna get a little slice of it right now. Hopefully, it's good. Which one okay. you want to go for? Okay, so this is it. We're doing your top shot now. Yeah. What do you want to do? Where you want the be? big reveal? Let's go right in the middle. All right, let's see. You want a low number? Ooh, not that low. Oh, oh, isn't that all? That's a low. The mellow. That's tight, mellow. right? Oh, it is tight. I love it. I love the mellow. Mm. What mm, do you think? Great. What? How much is this worth? 
Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to have to check it out later, but I like it. I'm a fan. Lamelo's Rookie of the Year. Oh, well, he was Rookie, rookie of the Year. He's not going to be anymore. But... I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Where you go? Left or right up here? Give me right. Go right. Girl. I love the music, man. All right. I got a layup. Okay. We'll see what's going on. I got a layup. That's a cool layup, though. I'm, I'll take it. I like it. That's Jordan S, man. That's a cool layup. You know, I got like uh, a nice little lay in the series. All right. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a common. It's a common, right? It's none special. That's probably my, my least, you know, we'll see what I got now. Another common. Ben Simmons. Well, that's not too bad. I think definitely my, got a tight one with Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo is my best by far. You know, but there you go. I'm I'm down. I've got uh, 22 of these bad boys now. So now, so is that you know. was that they're all listed as commons? It just like yeah, you, I don't have a, yeah, I don't have a rare in here. Um, it'll tell you if it's rare. Yeah, it'll say rare on there. Yeah, it'll okay. tell you what it is. So, but this is yeah, this is cool, man. Like, let I me like see the Lamelo again. Yeah, I want to see this one. Yeah. Going with a big fella in the face, have a taste. Get off me. Mm. I used to watch the show, the That's, the ball, the ball show on. It was on Facebook. He's wild, isn't he? He was wild. Yeah, he was by far the most wild. Uh, the 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 middle one, Jello, is also wild. But uh, Lamelo, when I was watching, he couldn't even dunk. Oh, he, man, he, wow. he, he was struggling to dunk, and now he's he's just bomb. Well, speaking of just bomb, we're gonna jump into three tweets, and and uh, this is my girl. Uh, you you know Cooter Doodle. I didn't steal your tweet Big today. Fan. Big fan. Okay. Um, I lo- I love love her tweets. She okay. has the best uh, tweets. She's be definitely great. one of my favorite tweeters. Yeah, it'd be great if I could, you know, control my tweet. But you know, I mean, that's you got sound on too, buddy. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You think I'm the Baltimore Ravens kicker that made 26 of his 29 field goal attempts? No, that's Justin Tucker. I said you're a mother. (laughs) Wait, you think I'm the Baltimore Ravens kicker that made 26 of his 29 field goal attempts? No, that's Justin Tucker. I said you're a mother. I love that. That is just vintage. Clap it up for the Cooter Doodle. I love Cooter Doodle. She's so you, you automatically win because you have a Cooter Doodle tweet. Oh, thank so. you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, let's check out yours, though, because, you know, you always bring it. You, okay, mine, mine, let me just say mine. Mine is not. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened there? There is. Before you go on there, hold on. Okay. Uh, this okay. is uh, not, not safe for work visually, so don't play this uh, in front of your boss. Okay, right. uh, this is Rob. This is this is Rob Delaney, and he says my boys are driving me nuts. And put the put the sound up. It's okay, here we better go. with the sound. Okay, it says my boys are driving me nuts. <laughs> Oh no, you might win. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I'll give it to you. Look at the middle guy. He's so excited. It's a good one, though. Yeah. Okay. I, if, if I'm gonna be the winner, then I'll I'll, uh, I'll take the win because Cooter Doodle for the win is it's hard to beat Cooter Doodle. She's all awesome. top Cooter Doodle. It's just hard to do, you know. Um, I got Rob Delaney though. He's hilarious. All right. I got. I like how he said it. Those were his sons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's my guy, Denny Carter. What's up, Fantasy Football Fit Club? Hope you're doing all the fitness things that you want to do. I I just want to pass on some advice here. 
you know, I, I run mostly every day, which yes, is a brag, but <laughs> one thing that they won't tell you, and by they, I mean the corrupt mainstream media, is that you gotta hydrate during the run, not before or after. So remember, bring your hydration with you. Open container. It's the only way to go. <laughs> Just running through this neighborhood, drinking a beer, making a video. Imagine if you looked out your window. <laughs> that was your neighbor. I love it, man. That's my That's guy, Denny Carter, always bringing it. You know, uh, I can't not pump him. He is just, uh, he's the man, you know? So we, we love him over here at the Fancy Manners. It's just, it's how we roll. Uh, anything we want to shout out besides dedicating this again to, you know, our, our, our you know, magical mind freak, Chris Angel. Anything, anything else we want to you know, say? Uh, I, 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 I love Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and I love Chris Angel. So I guess, yeah. yeah. You know I'll say this. I, uh, I think everybody should follow my man uh, at the Ralph Macho and myself, Nimble W Numbers, over on the tweeters. We will be back next Monday, as always. Uh, this Thursday, eight o'clock. I've got Matt Harmon coming on the show, the Fancy Hot Stove with Matt uh, Matt McCoy. It's going to be hot fire with Matt Harmon. Please check us out on YouTube. We'll be on uh, Periscope. We'll be all over the place. So uh, thanks for checking us out. Go buy Bo's Hot Box Batch Hot Sauce somewhere. That stuff is the truth. Uh, you know, go get Viridian Global. Go buy some hats. Uh, you know, we'll be back, man. We love you guys. Appreciate the community. Don't be a fraud. Don't be a fake. Protect your neck. Peace, everybody. Rest in peace, DMX. Deuce. Yeah, shout Deuces. out. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.